0: Join Reddit on Wiki every Monday and Friday for some of the most jaw-dropping stories Reddit has to offer. With each episode, John, Sean, and Josh meticulously curate the most engaging content from Reddit, transforming it into a podcast experience filled with laughter, awe, and sometimes disbelief. I, I bet. Get ready for a roller coaster ride of emotions with the most captivating stories from the corners of the internet. Subscribe to Reddit on Wiki, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Uh Yeah, It's called being pro se when you represent yourself without an attorney. Um, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it unless, so I talked about, you know, I finally settled with him because I didn't have any more money. I kind of wish in that situation I had thought about, well, I can continue to fight him and represent myself um, sure. instead of just settling. But it's it's good to have an attorney's advice as well if you can afford to have one. But the thing is, it's so easy to rack up a ton of legal bills, doing things that you could be doing yourself. Um, so you can try to keep the cost down by even if you have to write your own court motion. Yeah. Um <laughs> cat just walks Minus across the cat. Phone. Um, there's a lot of it you can do yourself and maybe just use the attorneys. It's minimal as possible. but um honestly, Sarah, I wish there had been somebody or some magic book I had read in the moment, but all of this I learned after the fact mm, um, kind okay. of after it was too late. Um, I think it was it was towards the end, you know, Peter was constantly taking me to court constantly. And after recovery, I kind of got the self-confidence that I don't have to do what he says or what his attorney says. And I just went through so many life experiences where um, I went along with what him or the experts told me, well, this is what a judge is gonna make you do. And then in hindsight, I started to realize as I just learned more and grew more confident that that may not have necessarily been true. Um, so a lot of it was more after the fact. Um, but what, if I could do it differently, man, I would trust my gut. I would not have settled and caved into things that deep down I felt uncomfortable about, you know, pick what your deal breakers are. If you want to, you know, have your kids every Wednesday is important to you for some reason, like then stick to it. You know, if it's important to you to stay in the house, if it's important to you to have Christmas, like just, I would have stuck with my gut on the things that I got that icky feeling. I really don't want to give this up. And I remember the lawyers telling me, well, but you can change it later or a judge is going to make you. And in hindsight, that was totally bad advice. Mm. Um, Yeah,
0: I know. Hard, hard to figure that out. But But I
1: started, I started recording different reels with like the five things that you should absolutely do before you separate and five things you should do once you separate um how to deal with um disparagement of the ex you know the ex is talking badly about you there's so many things that i feel passionate about getting out there so i'm just going to start putting them out as small things or maybe you and i if we keep doing podcasts can throw some of out there but um yeah there's there's so much to it but it is manageable you can get what you, what you need.
0: Um, okay. And this, this, maybe you can talk about how much you want to speak to this, but people had an interesting question, how Kane Peter was about you getting remarried. And, um, you know, then obviously you talked about being a single mom and, um, but you were co-parenting in this beautiful place, um, with, with Harry. So I thought maybe you could talk about those together how was somebody like Kane, who we know had mental health and addiction issues when you got remarried was that like so stressful um yeah
1: you know he the funny thing is he didn't really um he didn't say a lot to my face about it like he didn't act like he was jealous but um I definitely have learned, especially since he passed and people have been coming out of the woodwork, like old babysitters and stuff for him and telling me stories that he was very, very obsessed. And I think me getting remarried just like threw a stick of dynamite on the situation, to be honest, because that's when things really got so much worse all over again. Um, His mm. old babysitter messaged me after our podcast came out and said, like, he used to drive by my house at night all the time once I got remarried and I was engaged. So yeah, um, I can definitely see how, and, you know, he would do things like tell the girls awful things about their stepdad. Um, you know, um, my, my Harry's dad and I, you know, it we weren't living in luxury, we were certainly very comfortable, but we didn't have a lot of extra money to spend. So he did things like he sued me to that. I wasn't allowed to have my website anymore, you know, just things to like get at our marriage and break it down that, you know, unfortunately it did have an impact. Um, But the one good news, good thing out about it. And the good thing about going through such a horrible co-parenting divorce and situation As, you know, um, Harry's dad and I saw firsthand how awful that was for the girls and for us and decided we are going to do the exact opposite. You know, yes, this is broken. And unfortunately, we're going to have to split. But man, are we going to co-parent like champions? So we have made such an effort because there's still, you know, icky feelings, even with the most amicable uh, separation. It's painful. But we said, especially in front of the kids. But even for real, we're going to stay friends. You know, we're always going to put the kids first, um, the girls and Harry, you know, we're going to try and have family dinners together still, you know, once every couple of weeks, we're going to celebrate holidays together, because nobody wins in a divorce, especially the kids, worst of all, kids. But you can kind of taper that pain that they're going through by, trying to be friends and trying to to co-parent um, with respect for one another. Because if you can show each other kindness and respect, the kids are going to see that. And it,
0: it, I really
1: think it makes a big difference,
0: considering I've done it both ways. i <laughs> have done it both ways. <laughs> um, okay, wait, I, I wanted to go back, because that was actually another question people had for both of us, is didn't Kane buy or steal your websites? Um, and you mentioned it there. <laughs> Cause that was, I think that I remember was, that, right? Wasn't that a big deal? Did, did what happened? What was the truth? Did he end up taking? Uh, yeah. Your... So, um,
1: well, like two things happened. Um, first, um, here's one of the things. Like, this is just this one's quick and for free. But one of the tidbits that I'm putting up in my reels is change all your passwords. Like uh. as soon as you separate, change all of them. I hadn't thought to change the one for my website domain ownership of Little Pink Monster. Uh. So he. Tra- it to himself um, and wouldn't give it back which is why I then had to start Little Pink Monsters plural. Um, So yeah he took that one and then he took me to court years later. My followers probably remember I posted about how he was keeping the girls when it was my day um, and I was starting to tell the truth of my situation so he decided he was going to take away my Instagram and my Little Pink Monsters and took me to court over it which of course the judge said dude free speech. She's like She's allowed to say this stuff. You don't have a non-disclosure agreement. So cost me a lot of money. But, you know, I got out of that one. But, yeah, yeah, that's what happened to me. What happened with yours? I don't think I realized that it happened to you. Yes.
0: Well, when we were – so for a period of time, I did the show Sarah, Ty, and Mel on what was DC's 1073. Oh, it was, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, it was famously mixed 1073 for years, and now it's been sold. Anyway, so he – I don't know if he bought – I don't know if DC's 107.3 or maybe he, I don't know, but he bought something very close to DC's 107.3.com. I think maybe he did buy that. And he rerouted it to the definition of failure, like in de- oh de- dictionary.com. <laughs> <laughs> dictionary. <laughs> and um, so when people would search, uh, it would go to just like failure, which is kind of funny actually. And, and then, um, but you know, <laughs> I, um, but then he ended up buying um, Mel and Ty, who was our co-host, their names. Um, and I do believe I'm not sure what happened, but I do believe they got them back, I think. So I, I don't know. I think because I, always I don't think sure you that he rerouted Mel's to like the definition of shit or something
1: awful like that. Was
0: that true? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I think, I think you're thinking the deaf, I think you're thinking the DC's 107.3, but he was squatting maybe, on theirs, I or think. Maybe that's how I heard it trickling down
1: through the gossip, the radio it gossip. Got, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and that was, it that was so, the other thing. Oh yeah. What were you going to say? Oh, I just
1: said so crappy, you know, it's like, we can laugh about it now because he was really clever in his ways to
0: terrorize people. But like, my gosh, like who does that? Well, also who does that? I mean, your show is already number one. So it was it was like, God, you know, aren't you don't you have things to focus on other than what we're doing or building? But, you know, I'm sure they were very worried that we had this morning show. And, you know, Sammy was on. talked about could be bigger. Nobody could be happy without
1: him. You know, I wasn't allowed to be happy with him. You weren't allowed to be successful or happy. Um, and he would stay obsessed about it. Yeah, it didn't matter if his show was number one and you guys were or weren't a threat. It was that he could never let go.
0: Absolutely. um final question although honestly we could do eight more parts and maybe we will we're having a good time doing all this yes um someone wrote natasha i'd love to know your life goals now how has your trajectory shifted wow um that's
1: really interesting i mean my life goals now number one are i'm in this blessing of a situation you know gosh, you're going to make me cry. I was just this morning, I was watching a TV show and the woman was sleeping in her kid's bed. And I remembered a moment when the girls were supposed to be with me and he had kept them from me. And I slept in Sam's bed because it was just like that unbelievable yearning and hurt when you want to be with your children and you can't. And I was thinking back to that and she was sitting on the couch with me, you know, watching TikTok videos. And I was like, oh my God, I have her. I have both of them every single day for the rest of their lives, you know? I need to live that. I need to savor that every single day that I have them now. You know, I'm never going to have to yearn to be with them on a Christmas or on their birthdays, you know? Least till they're eighteen and out of the house in their own lives, um, so I want I want to savor that every single day beyond anything else. Um, oh. oh God, you're
0: killing me. <laughs> no, and it's I- true. It's true. I saw this thing this weekend. It was just scrolling through my Instagram feed, and it said, um, "Remember when what you currently have is what you used to pray for?" And. Uh. For me, that got me this weekend because I'm like, you know, yeah, all the, you know, I want all these other things to happen here in L.A., but I'm like, remember when you just wanted to be in L.A. and now you're here? Like, that's the gift, you know? It's a, it's, yeah,
1: we, it's amazing we forget about it so quickly, but man, you nailed it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, But um, yeah, like, man, I just feel like I have been waiting For a very long time to speak my truth. And it just never quite felt right yet. And all of a sudden now I just like, man, when you asked me if I want to do the podcast, it was just like this piece and this release, like somebody saying now jump now. So I am just all about moving forward and using my story and my truth and everything that's happened, all the good, the bad and the ugly to help somebody else. And I'm so excited. We're doing a part three. It's maybe this is the way that it continues. If people want to keep hearing more or whether doing it through my Instagram or writing a book, I don't know the the medium yet, but that is my life goal is to use this to empower women to maybe not have to be quite as hopeless as I was.
0: Yeah. And just to have a place, right, to to go through everything, because we are still women, you know, whether it is like an addiction, whether it's dealing with a spouse that has an addiction or mental health, you know, finally, people are talking about mental health and how much, you know, I got that message from somebody this week, you know, what they loved about our podcast is seeing how much somebody who's mentally ill and not being treated properly, how it, it, it destroys everything around them, everything around them. Uh-huh. Yeah, Their own That's happiness, tough. their job, their co-workers, their kids, their ex-spouses, their current sp- And it's like, man, you know, if we can get that message to somebody to just recognize it long before we recognize, because we had no idea, I had no idea for years that that was really what was going on with him.
1: I mean, maybe maybe this was always the plan, Sarah. Maybe this was the path.
0: Oh, you'll make me cry. <laughs> you'll make me cry. Oh. Seriously, uh, I don't know. Because we're bro-
1: like- working for now, so Ugh. just keep going. And gosh, you know that's one of the things I love about the. You know, we talked about the downside of social media, but I love the online community of women and friendship and supporting one another through everything that I mean. You just talked about, and I There's, think
0: too, it's like it's just like this awesome, vulnerable but honest place. My I love bro- it. And my brother called me this week. He's been sober for eleven years. And- wow. Kudos. I know. It's amazing. Amazing. And he said to me too, it's like, he's like, and I think this is true. This is how I feel about Kane is he's like, look at like what how much Kane is still helping you. And I'm like, oh, that makes me cry. You know, it's like, oh, you can't be here, but and I, I'm sure this isn't like probably the help that Kane wanted to give us, but <laughs> but it's kind of cool that. You know, he's helping, you know, part of Kane is helping other people. And I think that's truly what, you know, in his heart he wanted to do. It was through entertainment. But sometimes it's a different way. So.
1: I didn't Ugh. agree with you more.
0: I didn't agree with you more. And
1: I Ugh. I honestly do think that he's proud of us now. And that we're both using everything that, not the bad stuff necessarily that we went through. Or not only that, but the good stuff that he taught us. to. Yeah. Yeah. Some honor in his name
0: now and some healing in his name now, and you I, know? I feel like we tell the stories, like the the controlling, manipulative stories, it's just like maybe red flags for people. You know, again, I, I do feel like he didn't, that wasn't who he was, but as it got worse and worse as the years went on, you know, that part just took over, of course, right? Like, you know, untreated and all those things. So it's like, I, I, I don't like talking negative about him anymore, but- I think it's important to say those stories because when they were happening at the time, you know, again, I thought I was the catalyst for them. I didn't realize that there was an addiction issue here and really mental health issues that no one talked about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. You think that you are completely alone in those moments. It's it's incredible to me, like how... I don't know if it's, it's being selfish or what, but I just thought I'm the only person in the world going through this. Like nobody has felt yeah. pain like I feel right now, but now being able to speak about it and getting this response from all the amazing women that, you know, are giving us feedback is that I was telling one woman, I was like, you are not alone, but thank you for making me realize I'm not alone. Right. You know, yeah. It's making feel better. Um,
0: yeah, man, it's just like, it's like this nice circle of love. It is. It is. Oh, my God. And people continue. They're going to continue to reach out to both of us. Where can people follow you on Instagram and message you? And then we're just kind of said we've taken this one step at a time. So here's part three. We'll see what happens. What the, you know, people really wanted to part three. So we did that. And we'll see from here where it goes. But where can people follow you? Um, follow me on Instagram at M S.
1: Pink monster. And, you know, I started setting aside an hour a day where I just sit down and I go through my DMS and I go through comments and I read every single one and try to respond to every single one because that's what this is all about. So please, you know, don't think of me as, you know, like some person that's out there and unattainable, send me a message. Let me know what you're going through and let me know what you'd want to hear here, you know, I would love to hear what people would like to see from us next and how we can help them.
0: Oh my God, 110%. Wouldn't you love that? Yes. I mean, look, I'm I'm healing through it. I mean, it's like, because like you said, you know, you think you go along and you don't think there's any anger issues or resentment issues. And then something pops up or somebody and you're like, oh, I still have work to do around that, which is like if we're all being honest, it's everybody's life journey, you know, it's different trigger things for people. So for me, it's like, you know, I think I do have some unresolved, like grief around, you know, just things that I'm like letting out and talking about for the first time. And it's like, it's so good, you know, for everybody, I think, listening and us sitting here. Yeah. Selfishly so. good for us too. Yes. Uh-huh. All right, Natasha, Alisa, we will see you soon. All right, Sarah Fraser, <laughs> love, love, love Bye.